Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. I'm your co-host, Colton Kruska. And I'm your host, Jimmy Bagley. And today we are going to be continuing our talk about insurance. Uh, Last time we talked about auto insurance, home insurance, and life insurance. This episode we're going to be talking about what is health insurance and where you can get that, what the type of plans are, and... Uh, what type of dates you're looking at as far as the timetable for getting insurance. So we're going to start off here with a couple different terms in regards because, to be honest, you know, a lot of people don't know what the terminology is when they talk about insurance plans. So the first one here, what is a deductible? You hear this a lot on the insurance commercials looking to lower your deductible. Um, So a deductible is how much you pay out of pocket for most medical services before your insurance kicks in. So let's say you have a $1,000 deductible. That means you're going to pay the first $1,000 of cost before your insurance starts paying. In addition to your deductible, what is coinsurance? If you have coinsurance, that means that the amount you pay is going to be split between you and your medical service provider. So let's say you have a $1,000 deductible and coinsurance is you pay 20% and your insurance pays 80%. So you're going to pay $1,000 plus 20% of whatever is remaining, and then your insurance pays the remaining 80%. The next thing is premiums. Premiums are payments made to maintain your policy. And then there's a copay, another word that you hear often thrown around. And a copay is an, what is an insurer may require you to pay your healthcare provider a copay, which typically consists of a flat fee. Many policies have a $30 to $40 copay for each doctor visit. Yeah, so there's just a couple of the very basic health insurance terms there. Uh, You'll hear all of these terms used when you're researching your plans. Now, you might ask yourself, where can you get a health insurance plan? That'll determine on a couple things. Uh, one, you have to check and see if your work offers a health insurance plan. Um, you also have to look at whether you're still eligible to be on your parents' health insurance and some other factors. So the, there are three basic ways to get insurance. Your number one most popular is a work-sponsored health insurance plan. These are often the cheapest because your insurance is going to also be paid by partially by your employer. Um, so it helps save you on cost. The other way is if you want to add a secondary insurance that helps complement your work-sponsored plan, or if you don't have a work-sponsored plan and you just want to go privately and buy health insurance straight from uh, straight from a provider, you can do a private provider plan. Yeah, definitely. The last would be a the government marketplace or Obamacare. This is for those who either, once again, aren't given a work-sponsored plan or think that a private provider plan is just too expensive. So what is the government marketplace? It's a marketplace that you could buy insurance, uh, specifically health insurance, for different different providers, and they each ranging at different services and different costs. The enrollment period is from November 1st to January 31st. Yeah, guys, those are very important dates to remember, so please try and keep those in mind. And you always hear 
Obamacare in the news. So what exactly is Obamacare? Obamacare rolled around, or, or the Affordable Care Act, was basically insurance providers could not cover, they were required to cover everyone, regardless if you had a pre-existing condition, such as you had cancer and were looking for a new insurance provider, or you had some other disease or illness, other things that it did was it supposedly lowered costs for everyone, allowing some people to keep their doctor or their network. However, things didn't go to plan. For many people, their prices actually went up as the healthcare system adjusted to this new shift. And so many people were wondering why today is, why healthcare is so expensive. So first of all, when you go to the doctor, nobody wants some doctor, some shady doctor who you're not sure where he got his degree from or even if it's legit. You don't want some medieval medicine. You want the latest cutting medicine to get you as healthy and back to normal as quickly as possible. You want everything to be nice. You want the hospital to be clean. You want your doctor's office to be nice, clean, modern technology, modern medicine, latest and most up-to-date information. Your doctors have to be well informed. So all this is very expensive. With technology is very expensive. Medicine in general is just an expensive field. Not to mention doctors are also, because of their schooling, they also are paid a lot. So this causes healthcare to increase dramatically. And so, especially when Obamacare came around and healthcare providers could no longer not cover those who had pre-existing conditions. Because they had to cover them, they were often paying out more. So to continue making profits, prices increased overall. And those who were usually healthy and never used their health insurance were wondering, why should I pay these higher prices when I never used this insurance to begin with? I'm a healthy person. They dropped out of the market. With less people buying insurance, the insurance companies were once again not making more profits. So in turn, healthcare costs just continue rising. And that's a trend that just continues because even though now that the healthcare costs have increased, even those who may use their insurance once in a while but are overall healthy, they're going to drop out now because prices are even higher. And then because prices go up even more, those who kind of use their insurance a lot are now dropping out because they just can't afford it because two other groups of people dropped out. So the Affordable Care Act was trying to combat this with adding a tax that if you didn't have health insurance, you'd pay a tax. But many people started to realize that healthcare, health insurance, healthcare in general, is very expensive and this tax was often less than healthcare itself. So people wouldn't pay it. The new Trump administration came into office and realized that people were just not having health insurance because it was so expensive, so they just removed this tax as it was effectively just taxing the poorest population. Today we still have health insurance, or we still have Obamacare, and we still have a government marketplace. However, there's lots of talk and politics to overturn or even change the system from both parties. And a lot of people say that although it's a step in the right direction, 
there's still a lot to do because oftentimes the public insurance providers are often overwhelmed with lots of patients or they don't have the latest cutting edge technology and there's just more to work on it. As you see, especially with other countries who have universal health care. Another thing that the United States has that other countries don't is they're the leading the world in the future medicine, in creating new medicines, creating new types of way to fight certain diseases and illnesses, things that other countries just don't do because they're just so focused on providing current care. Yeah, absolutely. So it was a bit of a brutal cycle there of people dropping out, as you mentioned. But um, they did. They are trying to work on it. And obviously there is no one right way to cure. There is no cure-all to, to the issue that is health care. Um, and so that's, you know, people, legislation will still try and work to try and fix it. All right. So we're going to talk about the main different types of healthcare plans. There's four different types and the main thing between these deciding you know how or which which one fits your needs best is do you have to stay in network to get coverage and do procedures and specialists require referral. So let's talk about one here. The first one is an HMO, a health maintenance organization. This one, you must stay in network except for emergencies. So a lot of healthcare plans have a network of health facilities that they, you know, that those health facilities accept that coverage. Um, so whenever you go into a doctor's office, they will make sure and check and see if your health insurance is accepted there. Um, if you have to go outside of the network, often you know you either lose coverage or you have to pay an extremely high rate so an HMO you have to stay in network in, in order to get coverage except for emergencies and you do need a referral for any special procedures uh, and if you need to go see any specialist so you need a referral to do that from your uh, from your main doctor the next one is a PPO a preferred provider organization and for this type of plan, you do not have to stay in network, but it does cost less if you stay in network as opposed to going outside of network. Um, in regards to procedures and specialists, you do not need a referral from your main doctor in order to get certain procedures and to go see different specialists. Then there's an EPO, an exclusive provider organization. You must stay in network except for emergencies and you do not need referrals for procedures and specialists. The next is a point of service, or POS. You do not have to stay in network, but it costs less if you do. You do need a referral to go out of network, and you need referrals for procedures and specialists. So really, you want more provider options and a primary doctor that coordinates your care for you, including ordering tests and working with your specialists. Yeah, exactly. So and I didn't mention it with mine. So like an HMO is for people that want lower out-of-pocket out of cost and a primary doctor that helps coordinate everything. A PPO is for a person that wants more provider options and doesn't need referrals uh, in order to go see places because I know some people don't have one main doctor that they go to. They see a different doctor wherever they go. 
Uh, and EPO obviously is for also having lower out of cost, out of pocket cost, and no required referrals. And then, as you said, Jimmy, a POS is for people that want more provider options and still have a primary doctor that they often go to see. Yeah, definitely. They each have their benefits, so just make sure when you're choosing that you choose the right plan for you. And so we'll wrap this episode up on a, on health insurance with talking about how you switch and how you turn over. Let's say currently, if you're a younger kid right now, uh, you're probably most likely on your parents' health insurance plan, and you're allowed to do that until you turn 26. After Once you turn 26 years old, you have to go, your parents cannot keep you on their health insurance anymore. So it would be recommended, um, obviously, as Jimmy said, through the Affordable Care Act, the date to enroll is from uh, November 1st to January 31st. Uh, if your birthday falls outside of that range, uh, which, you know, most people, obviously, the majority of people will fall outside of that range, you'll qualify for special enrollment in which you can start getting health insurance the month, the next start of the month. So if your birthday is uh, March 30th, then your insurance will start in April. Will start in April as soon as you know the next month hits. Uh, obviously, you need to start searching before you turn 26. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate on that because then you know you could turn 26 and the very next day you go out and break your leg and now you have no health insurance. So, you know, obviously you need to do your research on what plan fits your lifestyle best and, you know, be prepared because, um, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And like I said, once you turn 26, that's it. You know, your parents can't have you on their insurance anymore. So that concludes this episode of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Colton and Jimmy Podcasting and Facebook at Colton and Jimmy Podcasting as well. Please message us with any suggestions for what you want to hear on the show. If you haven't already, go watch our previous episodes wherever you listen to our podcasts. Have a good day, guys. Legal disclaimer, all content included in this podcast and on our social media accounts is information of a general nature and does not constitute professional and or financial advice. Nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto. As a viewer, we advise you should conduct your own due diligence by consulting a financial advisor before making any final decisions.